What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Shots from the Winchester podcast, brought to you by Greencastle Consulting. We're not in the Winchester. We're not at the bar. We're actually in Greencastle Consulting's family room right now, and we're talking to Paul Ashley and Amy Sanchez, who are part of the change management system here at Greencastle. And we're going to figure out what is change management? How would you describe change management and what does change management do for a company i'll sort of take a stab at this yeah. um it's kind of a broad concept and you know it's a new methodology so yeah. uh, we do a lot of project management and project management's a long well-established uh, process and methodology mm. change management's relatively new um, so what i think in a nutshell project management uh, and change management do is they they maximize the value of change. So your project management something that's gonna change the way your company does something, a, a mm. process or a technology or the way that people operate. And what change management does, it treats it as a, a discipline. Mm. So it systematizes the way you go about implementing change within an organization. So when you say systematizing, that means uh, coming up with specific deliverables, uh, having people and resources uh, responsible for it and in charge of it. And also, it's mainly about realizing that value of change. So what happens after a product is uh, executed and the product is delivered? Mm. How do you actually capitalize on what you've done? How do you build metrics around that and sort of build that evidence on the return of your investment? Do you agree with that, Amy? Is yeah, up? I totally agree with that. And the way I kind of think about it is like an insurance on your investment. Mm. So essentially, you're spending, as an organization, a lot of money for a widget or software or something that you're implementing within your organization because you've decided that it is going to improve your organization. And what change management does is helps roll out that implementation or that change to the users so they fully understand and once that change takes place they can then adopt it easily and there's not that large dip in performance or overall productivity because they're trying to use something that they're not familiar with. Mm -hmm. Change management at the fundamental level is essentially ensuring that those people know how to utilize whatever is being rolled out to them. Mm, okay, so <clears throat> you have a, a system that's in place that's never been there before people are reluctant to jump on board because they're used to being doing things a certain way. Mm -hmm. So you may have somebody that's in a, in a business for 10 years doing something one way, right. but technology comes in and changes that for them. So you as change managers have to go in and help those people recognize what those changes are and find comfort in that. Yeah, and mm. it's, um, I mean, we keep saying the word people, and that's what it's about. I mm. mean, there is the organizational side of change, so you're going to be changing systems and processes, but mm. it's also a lot of it's focused on the people and their change journeys. So, for example, we talk about the project life cycle, sort of the start, the start to finish. What happens to those people after the project is finished and they're left mm. with the product at the end? How are they utilizing it? How are they uh, integrating into their da daily work? Mm. Were they prepared for it in the first place? What's their level of desire and awareness for that change? Mm. So it's like a long-term process. It isn't something that you can just manufacture at the end after um, your, your new product has been delivered. Right. You've got to start from the beginning. So you've really mm. got to start asking people, are they ready for this change? And do they have the awareness that it's actually coming? And uh, are they on board with it? And are they going to utilize the new product or process after the project is finished. Yeah. Right, and I think coming from the military, like for me, and I don't wanna speak for anyone else, but like coming from such a hierarchical organization where everything is kind of dictated, 
change management, I feel like was a little bit obscure and not necessarily utilized because you're told to do something and you just do it because that's how it works. But I think one thing that I love and what Paul talked about is like, you're really working with people to make them feel secure in their new way of working or that future state, whatever it might be. And for me, that's what I'm really passionate about because you can see how it truly is helping employees within an organization. There might be some fear surrounding about something that's changing. There might be that you're you're nervous. You don't know what changes are coming and why. And that's where change management steps in and kind of like holds that stakeholder's hand and says like, hey, we're gonna get through this. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Give me that feedback. Let, let's talk about how this new way is gonna work and let's bridge those gaps. So that's why I really like it. Um, and I think it's such a powerful tool for organizations to use to take care of their employees. That's awesome. So that's a great segue. Um, So what's good qualities for a change manager? Yeah, I mean, you know, we we, again, we keep talking about the term people. So Mm. I think number one, you've got to be a people person. Mm. So I think, uh, you know, we talk about the benefits and uh, the sort of negatives about someone who's an extrovert or an introvert. You can argue what you like, but this is about the people side of change and the impact upon people. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think really being a people person and wanting to get in and really empathize with someone about what they're going through and what they're struggling with. And also finding out what motivates people, what, what sort of fires them up to get involved. How do you generate desire? for a change that you're trying to implement. You've got to have different strokes for different folks, as I like to say, <laughs> right. sort of thing. So, right. so I, I think a people person would be number one. Absolutely, mm. I totally agree with that, Paul. I also think like effective communication mm. is necessary in this role because you have to communicate effectively with a bunch of different people that might require different forms of communication or different mm. ways of framing things to help them understand what's in it for them or help them understand exactly what's changing for them. So I think um, being an effective communicator is just as important as being a people person. I agree. Um, And another thing I would say, uh, so uh, a a third point uh, I think is very important, Mm -hmm. is that you've got to really be a a disciple of the cause. Mm -hmm. So back at the beginning we talked about change management being a relatively new discipline or methodology. Um, and there isn't an army of people out there, isn't sort of a spread that widely yet. So I think a lot of what you're doing is convincing people of the value of effective change management. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, you've got to be a true believer, a true disciple of the cause. Right. So it isn't enough just to get book smart about it. Mm-hmm. You've actually got to believe what you say and believe in what you're doing because you've got to convince other people and sponsors and those that are in charge of resourcing and managing um, the change uh, to get on board with you. So definitely being a, you know, a thorough believer in the process is important. How does a business recognize they need change management? Do they try it themselves? Like, when do they reach out to Greencastle? You got it. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, cut that. Um, so, so I would say, I mean, it's a really good question um, because I've long been an advocate of uh, having change managers and people that understand and are bought into the process mm-hmm. on board with the program or project at the beginning mm-hmm. because it is a bit too late after you've delivered the system or the process or the, uh, the, the widgets mm-hmm. um, to then find out that you didn't do any effective change management mm-hmm. because you aren't able to um, maximize the return on your investment. So... Um, in, in my experience, it's been that, you know, sort of, it's a slow process mm. and, you know, convincing people to get change managed on board early is going to take some time. But for mm. those businesses who realize that they've actually introduced a change or um, changed a process or changed something about their structure and their organization, mm. they start to realize that 
people aren't adopting this they're not embracing it what did we do wrong we did everything right we we we, we built a system and a process and we delivered on time and on budget and on schedule why isn't this sticking it's probably because they haven't done effective change management mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's what we're finding more and more and more when we go and talk to companies and other clients about what they're facing problems with mm. it's that people aren't getting on board with these all these systems and processes that we're changing mm. um, because change is constant um, it's not going to stop you've got to be adaptable and flexible these days uh, especially mm. in the world of IT mm-hmm. so if changes are constant, you've got to have a system in place to make sure that the people being affected and impacted by this are actually bought into the process. Mm. Yeah, and with that, the issue is, and that you see and that we've seen with organizations, is that they roll something out, they didn't have effective change management, mm. and then they're spending more money, more time, more resources on mm. trying to get said product adopted, and it's still not being done effectively, and that might be it the time after they've spent so much money and effort and time on trying to get this adopted that they take a step back and they're like, wait, I think we might need a little help with this or maybe we didn't do this right or let's relook this. And that's when it's like, light bulb, wow, we need change management. Mm. And everything's a fight for resources if we acknowledge that, right? So unless people understand the value and can put a tangible metric on it, um, they're not liable to sort of invest in change management if they've never done it before. They've got to have seen the impact and seen the benefits. Wow. So what does Greencastle do specifically that's so unique in this field? Um, Well, there's a lot of things that are unique about us as a a company. Um, First of all, I would say um, the life of a veteran, um, you're you're subjected to constant change. Mm -hmm. So uh, just take, for example, um, an appointment cycle or a drafting cycle in the military. Mm -hmm. You're constantly having to move in and out of different environments. You're constantly having to meet new people and, uh, you know, not, not only from your own sort of uh, regiment or your, um, your, your ship or your, um, your squadron, but you might be um, stationed in other countries where you've got to integrate with other cultures and mm-hmm. uh, really understand their needs and wants and those kind, those kind of things. So I would say change is a constant definitely in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one element that, you know, everyone who works for Greencastle has been a veteran and been in those situations. I will say that um, the veterans systematically have a, a tendency to just get stuff done no matter what it takes. Right. Right. And that's some, a value that we pride here at Greencastle, that we're able to bring that sort of value of the veteran and that attitude into what we do with, with our clients, which I think getting stuff done and just the willingness to p- punch through the, uh, the fluff and, and uh, get to achieve the goal is something that is essential for, for change management because you've got to really sort of, sometimes you've got to be sort of a, have some grit and determination uh, to fight through. Yeah. I would also say, I think one thing that we do really well is that we meet the client where they're at. Mm. I think like a lot of change management strategies, methodologies have a lot of specified deliverables or templates that need to be utilized. Mm. But I think we do a really good job going into an organization, assessing the landscape in which it's going to take place and intuitively understanding what that organization needs at the time and being able to, like I said, meet them where they're at in order to achieve the success. So it's not that we just walk in and we're like, hey, we have to do this, 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 and this because that's what you know the, the methodology says. We go in and we say, okay, look at, look at where you're at here. This is great. Let's focus on this in order to achieve this. Okay, awesome. We're now here. Let's look at this. I think this is something to pull out of the toolkit that we can use to achieve success. I think mm. we do a really good job of adapting to the needs of the client and the organization that the change is taking place in. That's cool. And playing off of what you said, Paul, it seems 
even more um, uh, essential that you're a veteran and doing this, um, coming from the point of view that, like you said, we go through a lot of changes overseas, in-house, wherever we're at. Um, as veterans, we've already experienced those things. And so going into someone else's business and just looking around and saying, all right, this is what needs to happen, could be spared a moment. Like sometimes, um, and, I, and I recognize this through Greencastle, um, through through all the services, that um, we just walk in and say, okay, hey, what needs to be done? And we get it done. Yeah. And so like that's an important aspect of what we do here at Greencastle. And as far as change management goes, what do you like the most about change management? What made you become a change manager? Mine is is definitely the people aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw how beneficial it was for different engagements that I've been involved with here, and I just saw how people benefited from it. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was something that I was just so passionate about and drawn to, um, because you're in a interacting with individuals, you're hearing them out, you're getting their feedback, you're taking that into consideration and making decisions and doing things that are going to help them. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, for me, what I love about change management is just that you're helping people and you're helping an organization get a return on their investment that they're spending money on for a project or you know, software or whatever it might be. Yeah. Like it's benefiting that organization as well, so. That's cool, mm. that's really cool. Um, and I think, you know, I'm similar to what Amy said, you know, I'm to totally a people person and, you know, it certainly suits my, uh, my personality, I think. But uh, I also am very excited about change management as a, as a sort of relatively new methodology and concept. Uh, and I believe it's a growth industry and, you know, it's great to be at the sort of forefront of that and sort of uh, preaching it to the masses and bring it to new companies and clients. And when they see that, you know, wow, this, this actually has a direct impact on my business and they can actually put some tangible meaning to, it, meaning to it and say, okay, we have people actually that are adopting this because they had effective change management processes leading up to go live mm -hmm. and they're very happy with the result. And to be a part of that is really great. What, what do you say to um, someone who's looking for change management? Like, what's the conversation that you have with a person that's like, I think we need change management? Once they decide there's a business need for a change or they decide that there's something that they want to implement within their organization mm. is when I would argue, and Paul, I don't know if you agree or disagree, is when it's like, hey, how are we actually going to effectively implement this? Uh -huh. So once that it's approved and it's like, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to start initiating this project, in my opinion, I think that's when change management needs to be sitting next to the project manager, mm. hand in hand, synchronizing the plans talking about it and effectively working through like the change management strategy. So yeah. it just needs to be parallel 100%. right from the start. Yeah, I mean, it, it really does. And again, that doesn't always happen. And I'm in total alignment with what um, Amy said there, because it's important for the business to understand the needs, the requirement for ch effective change management, mm -hmm. because they're the ones that are like, you know, creating the demand and creating the business need for the, for the process. So it's in their specific interest to see the project succeed and be adopted at the, at the end. So if that's not going to happen, then they are wasting their time, money and resources on something that is never going to truly become part of their system and part of their organization. So really getting alongside the business at the outset, making sure that there's a change manager who actually knows how to execute on it and implement the systems that are required. Um, that's this kind of essential conversation that needs to happen mm. right at the outset, as Amy said. Mm. Mm -hmm. Wow. How long, I guess, I guess it's based on projects uh, specifically, but um, 
how long, so if a company hires Greencastle for change management, um, they're probably also hiring us for project management as well. Is that, would that be an accurate assessment? Not necessarily? Not, yeah. all, not yeah. always, because companies have established systems and processes and projects running. So mm. they have their project managers who may be doing, whether they know it or not, effective change management. There's nothing to stop a project manager off their own back saying, okay, are you aware of this change that's happening? Are you on board? Are there any things that are bothering you? Are you ready to accept the change once it happens? You know, do you know how to use the new tool that we're actually introducing? There's nothing stopping people doing that. And people have done that in the past very, very effectively sometimes. The problem is it's not been systematized under the change management methodology up until relatively recently. And you spoke about uh, timelines. So, mm. you know, when we get involved and how long. Yeah. It's a very good question. We just mentioned about being right there at the outset at the beginning. Mm. Doesn't always happen, but that would be perfect because then we can set up the resourcing that's required to be effective. Mm. Now, how long should you keep a change manager on board or monitor the metrics that are set up? How long does it take for you to actually realize the value of your investment? And I think benefits realization is another conversation we could have on another on another podcast. Yeah. But you know, you cannot dictate um, sometimes you know your, your actual worth until months, maybe years afterwards, when you can actually see the fruits of your labors. And again, it is that having like faith in the future. And I talk about being a disciple of change management. Yeah. It is having that long term view mm -hmm. about how your efforts are going to pay off post go live when project managers and project teams have moved on to their other projects and i know some parts psychology that you have to work with because people are difficult you know people have their difficulties of with change and everything like that and so um can you speak to any part of that as far as like the psychology behind change management i mean i think one part i would say is that it isn't about sort of you know uh you know just about going in and implementing the methodology and saying do it this way and that way and mm -hmm. if you tick all these boxes you'll be okay mm -hmm. a lot of it is about listening to people mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. if people are going through change or they're having problems with what's what's going on um it takes someone to be empathetic and really truly listen to their problems and what they're saying saying okay mm -hmm. i hear you i understand it and this is how we're going to going to solve it mm -hmm. i think more than anything when people are going through the process of change that's what they really want to see is to be listened to and understood and have someone do something about it. Mm. Right. I think there's a short story that I've read, and I'm sure you've read it too, but it's called Who Moved My Cheese? And it talks about mice, right? It's, mm. it's almost like a childhood story, but it talks about mice and their different ways of handling how someone moved their cheese. There's some people that are going to dig in and where the cheese has always been, they're going to stay there and starve until the cheese arrives. There's other people that immediately, as soon as the cheese is picked up and moved, they're looking for it. They're like, oh, where'd it go? They're very adaptive. Mm -hmm. um, and it talks about those different types of personalities mm -hmm. and you encounter that in an organization. There's different types of people that respond to change differently. Some feel unsafe. Like, how is this going to impact me? Is this going to impact my job, my work? Am I no longer safe here? Am I gonna get fired? Mm. Um, there's some people that are like, awesome, cool. We have a change, what are we doing? How do we, how do we implement it? What do you need me to do? Um, and it's just navigating different people's reactions to change mm. and, and figure out the best way to help motivate them to change or to capitalize on their initiative in wanting to change. And this feeds into a very important element of uh, change management, which is resistance management. Mm. So we can go into organization and with clients and find someone who's very vocal um, and very forceful about preaching the negatives. Right. And we see it all the time. So this isn't going to work. No one really wants this and uh, I'm not going to use it. So 
what you have to do is kind of flip that on its head as a change manager saying, well, that person has everyone's ear. Mm-hmm. Those are the people you want to go after to flip them to become your change advocates. Mm-hmm. And quite often, sometimes they just want events and they just like are afraid of the future. Mm-hmm. And what we find helpful is to sort of paint the path for them and say, right, you're operating in this current state at the moment. This is what's going to look like in the transition state, and here's the future. And if you paint that out for them, give them that sort of confidence, you find they relax a bit more. And if you can truly get them on board and become advocates for your processes and methodologies, they're, they're, they can be the mouthpiece for you for change because they've already got everyone's ear because they're shouting the loudest. Let's leave the audience with something, um, a little leadership tip, something about change management that maybe you learned as you grew into this or something that maybe was, uh, you know, um, a mistake that you made now that you've you've rectified and that you understand about it but something that the audience especially other people that are maybe doing change management that are watching this video or people that are interested in change management that don't know much about it that know more now since they've watched it but yeah what's some tips you could give them i mean one tip i would give is that you know people respond to data and metrics these days so mm-hmm. if you're able to get into an organization and actually dig into what's meaningful to them and create a metric or a measurement that actually signifies the worth and value of change management mm-hmm. that's kind of gold because mm-hmm. people actually don't won't believe everything you say until they see some proof mm-hmm. so really digging down and getting that data is kind of essential i would say yeah yeah absolutely I would say mine is a little more soft skill focused. Mm. I would say just from my experience in the military and my experience on change management engagements is when you're interacting with an individual that might be resistant or is looking for more information or just having empathy and understanding where they're coming from and why um, and really hearing them out and saying, okay, well, where is this coming from? Why are you feeling this way? Share this with me. Building those relationships, I think, for myself specifically, has been extremely helpful and worthwhile when working in change management. And thank you so much for for giving me a nice breakdown of that thing. I think everybody out there can clearly understand what change management is now and how Greencastle handles it. So thank you guys very much. Thanks, Al. Great to talk to you. Thanks, Al. Guys, make sure you like and subscribe. Talk to you later. Mm